Hey, this is the Commander Kuko Podcast, episode 61. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today we're going to take a trip down memory lane as we continue the arc of the audience with a Derry Gaz the Igniter deck. Now hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? Whole bunch is going down. We've reached episode three of our super sweet audience arc. Is it only three? Is it only three? I think it's only three. It's episode 61. Episode 61 of the show, big time. That's yep. pretty good. That's a thing. Going for you a whole year. S- you sound like you have a cold. That's because I do. Are you hungover? Yes, I am also hungover. I kind of am. We had a bi- we had a big-ass barbecue. Yes, we how did. Many people, how many people were over? Uh, 17? 17? 15? It's wow. a lot. All dudes. <laughs> <laughs> It uh, was uh, it was our buddy Joe, friend of the show, Joe F U Joe, Z bachelor party. Yes, he's getting married in July, June, June. Ah, whatever. And we'll go to that too, and we'll be more hungover after that. But. Yeah, shout out to at JoJo Crew on Twitter. Ooh, Crew like K R U. He follows us, and if you guys want to follow him. Follow him on Twitter. Say congrats. He's getting married next month. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. We we destroyed him at paintball. Oh, and Ben. Yes, and little Ben. Oh, we made him run the gauntlet, and yeah. they. Oh, yeah. maybe we can convince Ben to send us that picture. We'll put it up on the Facebook page. It looks like it. he was molested by like an octopus. Hey, just yeah. like welts over his entire body. Like Ursula from The Little Mermaid was like, "Ooh, you sweet boy." <laughs> yeah, and gross. This... I don't never do that. <laughs> 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 so that was a shout-out. Before we get into the rest of the shout-outs, let's do some social media coordinates. Then we'll talk about our super cool deck today. Yeah, the deck is actually cool. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Do your thing. We are Commander Cookout Podcast on Twitter and tappedout.net. That's where you can see this list and any other list that we've talked about over the course of the show. We're commandercookout at gmail.com. That's where you can send show suggestions, love mail, hate mail, no nudes. We'll probably get a nude shot of Ben to show the welts. So that might be a nude that you're okay with. Except that it's Ben. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Continuing on. We're also Commander Cookout on iTunes, Google Play, Google Machine, YouTube, Patreon, Podomatic, where we are desperately trying to take down the scrapbooking ladies. We are actually, we're maintaining our foothold in the top 10, flip-flopping back and forth, you know, up or down a few spots at a time, but we haven't quite usurped the ninnies. No, it's it's a hard one. Oh. Eventually, we'll have to come up with some kind of sweet giveaway that CCO Nation really, really wants, and maybe we'll push people over to uh, Podomatic a little bit. Ooh. It's a bit more of a pain than following us on Facebook, but like it really does help us kind of expand the show. Maybe we should give away like scrapbooks. What, we, what, what are people going to do with scrapbooks, Ryan? I, I don't know. People seem to like scrapbooks. My arms are flying up in the air. <laughs> I don't know why they're so popular. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not quite sure either, but maybe we'll figure it out. I stopped listening to the show. <laughs> yeah, you listened. Yeah, I listened to the show. Enough about ninnies. Yes, enough about them. Last place you can find us. Flipside Gaming. Flipside Gaming, where you can go and use promo code... CCOFU. For... 10% off the entire store. I would go there... They seem to be nice dudes. We've had people say that they are their local game store. Yeah, we've had a couple of emails saying that. Good on you. CCO Nation, use Flipside Gaming, promo code yeah. CCOFU, helps us out, helps Flipside Gaming out, helps you out because you get 10% discount. Yeah. Yay. We're always we're all about helping. It's like the sharing circle. Uh, speaking of helping. Helping? Shout outs. Shout outs. 
to Connor Hernet. I want to call him Connor Hermit. I want to call him Connor Hurtnip. Hurtnip. <laughs> I was going to say Hermit Druid, <laughs> but you like Hurtnip. Okay. Yeah, I like Hurtnip. Him and Ben probably in the same boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except oh, Ben's man. got way more nipples because he's got welts that look like nipples. <laughs> okay, enough. Shout out to Jake Kitzmiller. Jake Kitzmiller? Jake Kitzmiller. It sounds like he's answering the phone. Hey, Jake, it's Miller. <laughs> sure. I wonder if he knows anybody named Jake. Well, his name is Jake. It's a likely story. We have no proof of that. We, we, we do not. Shout out to him, though. Yeah. Moving on, shout out to Michael Bogardus Hellkite. Who's that? Patron of the show. Ooh. We're using his list today. Oh. He sent it in a little while back. He actually didn't send this one in. He sent one in that's very similar to this one. And when I went to his tapped out page from the link he sent to... Kind of hookout at gmail.com. That's it. I saw a Dergaz the Igniter list. And the Dergaz list I liked a lot better than the Dromar list that he sent. And F you, Michael, it's our show. We get to pick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we picked the Dergaz list. And it's only using cards from Masks block to the end of Onslaught block. So it's our favorite blocks. Yes, those are all of my favorite blocks. Not masks, because that's your favorite. Yeah. But it's got Mercadian Masks, Nemesis, Prophecy, Invasion, Plane Shift, Apocalypse, Odyssey, Torment, Judgment, Onslaught, Legions, and Scourge. When you say them in a, in a line like that, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You that's know what? Going. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one's good. I like that one. Oh, I remember that one. Nostalgic. That's yes. what this episode is, right? Yes. And when I first read it and said masks to onslaught block, that doesn't sound like very many. But from the end of onslaught set, there's two more sets after that. There's two blocks in there. Masks block had three, like all the blocks had three sets. And there was two core sets in there, three core sets uh, in there two. as well. Yeah, seventh edition is one of them, I guess. And probably yeah. sixth, I think, was in there too, is it? I think he's only including cards from 7th, because uh, I, I didn't see any 6th edition stuff in there, and I don't see any 8th edition stuff in there with the new border. Right. So, F you, Evan. Every single card in this deck has the old border the way it should be. That's what I like to see. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Should we get into the deck? No. No, we have other stuff. Talk about the giveaway first. Oh, the giveaway. <laughs> we are giving away a Toe Jam and Earl deck. Who's Toe Jam and Earl? Toe Jam and Earl, they were a... Like a comedy video game on the Genesis? I had a Sega Genesis. Never played Toe Jam and Earl? Nope. It's pretty good. What about like Sonic and Tails? A little F bit those, more mainstream. F those guys though. They're the worst. Sonic and Knuckles? Knuckles was cool. Yes. Those games aren't very good. I don't like them. I'm like the one person I know who never liked a Sonic game. Really? Yeah, I don't like You ever them. see Sonic speedruns? No, because you have to go slow to win the game. <laughs> That's the point. Sonic the Hedgehog is supposed to run really, really fast, but then he runs into a wall or a spike or something. It prevents you from doing what the game tells you you're supposed to do. I suppose. He's not supposed to take his fucking time. He's supposed to run really fast and do fucking loops and <laughs> shit. But nope. Just run into a bug. Lose all your rings. Screw you, Sonic. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. I'm glad you haven't had a good game since 1994. But enough of my personal vendetta against Sonic the Hedgehog. 
Togem and Earl is actually the Minotaur twins that we were. Uh, yeah. What are their real names? Sun, Sun Speaker and Fire Song. Fire Song and Sun Speaker. Yes. Uh, yeah. That sounds right, but I've been mixing it up for weeks. Yeah, we've been saying the name wrong so much that I don't even know if it's a real card. Those anymore. white and red Minotaurs that give your red stuff Life Link and your white stuff. Lightning Bolt. Yes. Those guys. Those guys. We're giving them away. Whole deck is now up on our Tapped Out page at CCO Podcast on uh, tappedout.net. You can check that out. The list is there. And that's the like that's the legit list? That is the list that we've put together. It's at the house. Uh, I plan to play it on Tuesday. Ooh. We'll test it out, see how it goes. Uh, there might be a couple extra tweaks. Maybe I'll try and scare up some more foils for it. But, uh, yeah, that's basically the list that you're going to get. Yeah, a few, four or five foils. Plus, I think, 15 foil mountains. All with the same art. No. Yeah. Badass. So, so 15 matching foil mountains for, that's my thing. And then the planes I picked from, I think that they're from Invasion. I think they're all Invasion planes. I didn't have enough of those to give them all the same art. So there's two different arts. But oh, Well, very fitting for this episode. Yeah, but they're old school Invasion planes. Very cool. What else do we get? You get some color matching dice. We got a premium colored deck box with the little dice tray underneath for, for all the basic bitches that like rose gold it's yes. rose gold it's actually nice <laughs> the the pea spice of uh not Ye- posh spice but pumpkin spice yes 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 yes, <laughs> yes. oh god dang it <laughs> plus you get the deck it'll be sleeved in some very nice matte dragon shield sleeves and they're all perfect fitted i hate perfect fitting cards right? oh it's the worst i put it, it's the worst I hate it so much. Like you put the fucking thing on, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. It's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it in the sleeve. It fills then, up with air, and I'm just gonna move on to the next card because that's how this is supposed to work, and it never works. Nope. You know how long that took? You know how long it took to do Joel's cube? <laughs> I don't want to know how long it took to do no cube. Oh, so CCO Nation, uh, specifically the person that's gonna win this deck. There are a couple of cards that I did just get really frustrated with, and I just perfect fitted them. Upside down, and then put them in the oh, sleeve. Oh, you, you like you regular sleeved them, and then you oversleeved them, kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. So the perfect fit actually provides no protection for the card, so you might want to just uh, do it F- yourself. F that card. Yeah, F that card. It's probably the worst anyway. Yeah. So, like us on Facebook. Share any posts for the giveaway. Share the Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter. You can now tag a friend in any of the contest. Facebook posts for additional entries. And of course, patrons always get entries based on their patronosity level. So that gives you additional entries for the sweet contest. Value about $140, $150. About. Uh, and then. American? American, yeah. So then Canadian, that's like $18,000. Yeah. It's, that's good value. It's pretty good, right? <laughs> Where else are you going to get value like that? Also, just throw it out there. I think that you should be able to get extra entries if you follow us on Podomatic. Oh, yes. Yeah, there we go. And, so, and and unfollow the ninnies if you follow them. Yes. So if you're a scrapbooker who also listens to us, you get points for uh, jump and ship. Very much so. Yeah, I like jump and ship. And all of this will be yours either at the culmination of Arc of Audience, the week before GP Vegas, or personally we'll hand it to you in GP Vegas if you're the winner and if you're there. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be a great time. Okay. All right, now should we talk about the deck? I think so. Okay. Daragaz, let's give him a read. Daragaz, the igniter, is a 6-6 flyer for three black, red, green. Whenever Daragaz, the igniter, deals combat damage to a player, you may pay two and red. If you do, choose a color. That player reveals their hand, and for every card of the color that you pick, they take that much damage. 
Okay, so, 6-6 six, six Flying Dragon. Yep. I've seen worse commanders. We sure have. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I hit you, I pay red two, and I choose black. You're playing a, a black red list. Right. You, I choose black, you reveal your hand. If I have three black cards, I take three. And I choose before I see your hand. Yes. And I don't I don't think you can respond to it once I choose black. Yeah, you one, can't do anything. Yeah, once I know the color, I can't play all of my black cards real quick. Correct. Yeah, so it works good. I think that she was chosen because she was the only jund-colored general in this set of cards. Yeah, what a day, hey, where it's like, oh, I have four years worth of sets and I get one commander of my color. <laughs> yeah, the worst. Wow. You know what else didn't exist in this day and age? God dang planeswalkers. I hate them. I hate them too, actually, yeah. I don't hate them, but no, I, I, those guys. I do, and you know why I hate them? Because of Jace? Not ju no, it's not just because of Jace. It's not because of any one particular planeswalker. It's not because they're all expensive. It's not because people have this huge heart on for them. Well, it's Tybalt's because not expensive. F that guy. Yeah. yeah. Someday he's going to rock it up there like Bizarre Baghdad. There's going <laughs> to be a deck that blows Tybalt wide open, and I'm going to be sitting pretty because I'm the only person that kept mine. <laughs> You're the only one that didn't get cold and started on fire for heat. Yes. But the reason I don't like Planeswalkers is because I used to be the Planeswalker. Oh. Back when these cards were being printed... I was the planeswalker. Then in the story, there was the mending and the thing, and the planeswalkers lost a bunch of power, so we're better than them now, and they're kind of just like our little flunkies, like Jace is a little bitch. Yeah. I just, I don't know, it's, it's not as much, it's not epic feeling to me, or not as epic feeling. Yeah. yeah. Not as epic compared to how you used to feel. Maybe yeah. it's just because we're older now. Maybe. I should feel more epic now that I'm older, though. Uh, I don't think it works really? like that. No, you have to, like, get a job and pay bills and... You have to, like, do stuff, you know? So people have to listen to me when I talk now. Well, they could listen to the ninnies. That's what they're doing. Oh. Dang, God dang. I keep bringing it up. They <laughs> <laughs> like picking a scab off a wound. So, Daragaz, you choose. He's three colors. She's three colors. Six, six, flyer. I don't think that that's how we're winning because there's some cool synergies in the deck. Maybe yes. we should look at the creatures. Yes, take a look at some creatures here. We're, we're going to spend a little bit more time on maybe single card discussion today because we're not actually going to change anything in the deck. We're not going to make any suggestions for the deck because most of what this deck really wants to, to, to go off and be a combo deck or an aggro deck deck is outside of masks to onslaught block so we're yeah. going to leave this as is and there's lots of better thans that you could play in this deck there's lots of them yeah but i really appreciate like, the, the constraints that uh was put on this deck just because they wanted to right yeah michael bugardus hellkite says this is from the time period where he first got into magic and it's nostalgic and it's his favorite time period in Magic history in terms of cards, design, set, all of the things that um, that you can appreciate the game for. Is the, This is kind of his bread and butter, kind of like ours. Yeah, and, and if you haven't been playing for a long time, another reason why we're going to spend some time on these cards, you probably never saw them before because there are things that are just better. So, Or you saw them with different arts and new borders and blah, 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 or the same card, but or sorry, the same effect, but a different card. Yes. So let's talk about some creatures. Okay, we've got 34 plus Dergaz in the deck. That's lots. Uh, creature deck. I think every one of them, even at this point in Magic, had a, had an ability stapled onto it. Yeah, there aren't very many vanilla beaters in this one, which is cool. Creature number one is Anger. 2-2 two, two, four, four, four. <laughs> When he's in your graveyard and you have a mountain, all your creatures have haste. Very cool. And 
He's only a 2-2. You have your own ways to kill him if you need that. But there's also sacrifice engines in the deck. Yes. That's so, you. Typically, you play Anger to put Anger in your graveyard. Yeah, and you jump block with them. Or if you're um, feeling like if there's maybe like a group hug or somebody that you've got a little bit of an alliance with, he'll attack you specifically so you can block. Yes. And uh, Anger's got haste, so you can drop him and immediately attack with him, and he might just run into a big dumb idiot and die. Yeah, so. and sometimes he'll get in there for two, because sometimes they won't block him because they don't want him in your graveyard. Lots of times they won't block. We also have his big brother. We'll just skip ahead a little bit. We have his big brother, Brawn. He's the exact same card. He's a 3-3 three, three for four, but he's green. And it's trample. Uh, I don't. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know if Braun needs to be in this deck because there's not really any huge beaters. But he's pretty cool. I like. He's like an elephant. I think he's a EDH staple. Definitely. Might as well round out those guys too. They also have their. Uh, if Anger's the little brother and Braun is the big brother, then Genesis is like the third cousin that shows up and he's really cool and he always drinks too much at the family reunion. Yes. Yes. Genesis is a four-four for five. Uh, one of those is green. At the beginning of your upkeep, if Genesis is in your graveyard, you may pay green two. If you do, return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. So he's a kind of like a recursion engine. Yes. And uh, there's definitely a whole bunch of that in the deck that you're going to see, uh, I guess, the graveyard. It mattered uh, back in the day. Yep. Well, some of these uh, older creatures, you'll find there's they're just not as efficient as today. So recursion's really important so you can just... At least you get their effect over and over again because without mm-hmm. stuff like Genesis, what are you going to do? Yeah, you know what? We're definitely going to see a really, a really good one here in a second. But let's uh, let's talk about Avatar of Woe. Black, black, six for a six, five. If there's 10 creatures in all graveyards, it costs six less. So black, black for a six, five most of the time in Commander. That's like reverse city's blessing. Yeah. I like it. And you tap her to kill a thing, can't be regenerated. And she got fear. And cool art, RK Post. You know what, RK Post, I follow him on Twitter, strangely still relevant. He just did an art for a card in Battle Bond. Really? Very much so. Which one? Uh, some kind angel. I think it was actually a reprint. Oh. And she's got like a mask or something on that I thought it looked made her look like she had a beard. That's fine. Sexy angel with a big beard. Bearded ladies. Their thing. I suppose. You see them sometimes at the beach. Hashtag Saskatoon. <laughs> Caller of the Claw. Caller of the Claw is a combo card. And nobody will ever convince me that he is not a combo card. We looked for the combo in the deck, but we we, we found some really strong, good, recurrable synergies, but nothing that goes legit infinite. Yeah, but typically what you do with Collar of the Claw is you have a loop where you can put a dude into the graveyard over and over and over again, say a Gravecrawler. Yep. You sacrifice to a Pyrexian Altar, and then just keep playing him over and over again. Then you drop your Collar of the Claw, because when he comes into play at instant speed, he has Flash, you get a 2-2 bear for each creature that ate shit this turn. Each non-token shit eater. Yes, yes, yes. They went into your graveyard this turn. Yeah, and that's where we're running into trouble because if we flip ahead to Symbiotic Worm, you've got a 7-7 for green, 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 5. When Symbiotic Worm is put into the graveyard from play, so when it dies, put 7-1-1 green insect creature tokens into play. And we can sacrifice Symbiotic Worm get seven one ones and then sacrifice all of them, but Collar of the Claw is only going to look at Symbiotic Worm proper, not its tokens, right? So we're going to talk more about that in a second. We're going to keep moving. We've got a Cartographer, green 2-2-2 two, two, two. when Cartographer enters the battlefield. You may re- uh, return a land card from... I didn't think that this is what this did. Return a land card from your graveyard to your hand. So put your fetch land back. 
Yes. You got Onslaught. Go or your Sacrifice Land to Dust Bowl. Yes, there's also a oh, Dust Bowl. Dust Bowl Love from Dust Masks Bowl. Block and original Fetch Lands from Onslaught. Yeah. My very first booster box was an Onslaught box. I got three Fetch Lands. Wow. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Chainer Dementia Master. Now, we figured Chainer Dementia Master was totally going to be the guy that was going to combo with Collar of the Claw, and he still might be. So I'll give him a read real quick. He is a 3-3 for Black Black 3. All Nightmares get plus one, plus one. He has an ability, black, 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 pay three life. Put target creature card from any graveyard into play under your control. That creature is black and is a Nightmare in addition to its other types. When he dies, remove all Nightmares from the game. So you use Chainer to get your guys back that you sacrificed to A, reuse their Enter the Battlefield effect, B, to sacrifice them again to anything that has recurrable, like just sacrifice a creature for the cost. At the cost of black, 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 three life. But you're going to see future cards in the list are going to make that a hundred, almost a hundred percent not matter. Yes. Okay, moving on. How about Dakmore Lancer? Dakmore Lancer, black, black, four? It's a, oh. real, it's a real piece of shit here. <laughs> when Dakmore Lancer enters the battlefield, destroy target non-black creature. So that could be, what is it, Snarling Chupacabra or whatever it is? Yeah, from... it could be Big Game Hunter. It could be Fiend Hunter. It could be... Yeah. There's all sorts of things that could be. Dust a guy when your creature enters the battlefield. That effect exists on many a creature, including, also in the deck, Faceless Butcher. Black, black, two for a two, three. When Faceless Butcher enters the battlefield, remove target creature from the game. So exile a creature, and also when Faceless Butcher leaves the battlefield, return that creature. So it's like O-Ring. It's like a black O-Ring. But of note, you can sacrifice it when the... Uh, exile abilities on the stack. The leave ability to bring it back will never happen. Uh, never happen then. Yeah. So the O ring trick works in this deck with black faceless butcher. That's pretty fun. Moving right along, we have a an MVP that we've used before. You might have seen her if you've been listening to the show for a while. Dawn Strider from Masks Block. He's a one one for green one. Has she's a spell shaper. We'll get into spell shapers a little bit later on. What they are. Uh, green, tap, discard a card from your hand, fog. So yeah, we used her in original Turbo Traxa, our Turbo Fog Atraxa deck as part of Project... Project Atraxa. That is uh, coming to a head in GP Vegas. Yes. F you, everybody. Yeah. Moving right along, we have a Doomed Necromancer. Black, tap, sack, Doomed Necromancer, return a creature from your graveyard to the battlefield. Boom, right into play. That's not what the card says, right? Sacrifice Doom Necromancer, return a creature card from your graveyard. Oh, yeah, to play. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, we're going back in time to when cards were worded properly, so let's just read them right. Okay, I like it. Yeah. And he's a 2-2 for black, too, and uh, seems great to get your symbiotic worm back. Ooh, here's an old classic. I don't know this guy. Flame Tongue Cavu. Ooh, cube staple, right? Yes. This has been reprinted, actually, in an EDH product product because this card's good uh red three for a four two when he enters the battlefield sorry when he comes into play there you go it deals four damage to target creature notably just a creature but it does usually kill something four is a fairly solid amount of damage it can kill most things and he beats for four and he dies to lots of stuff and you can recur him with this deck yes so that's cool and then he dusts somebody else when he comes into play. Speaking of people who get dusted, we got a Grave Digger. He's going to 
dust. He's going to throw dust on you. Yes. He's going to throw dust off of you because he is a 2-2 for black three. When he comes into play, <laughs> you return a creature from your graveyard to your hand. It's pretty good. So and you can play him again. You can play him again. Yeah, you could get your faceless butcher back. Yeah. yeah. Or your flame tongue cabu. That's probably better. I don't know if it's not or whatever. Havoc Demon. Ooh, Havoc Demon's cool. He's a 5 5 for black, black, 5 with flying. When Havoc Demon is put into a graveyard from play, all creatures get minus 5, minus 5. So put him in front of one of your sacrifice engines and kill everything. Yes. Excellent. And then you can bring him back with Gravedigger, play him again. Sack him again, and you get everybody minus 10, minus 10. Kill I, all the Kozilex. Exactly. It kills all the rest of that irritating crap. Next up, we have Crozen Restorer. Green 2 for a 1-2. Tap, untap target land. And if you have Threshold, which is seven or more cards in your graveyard, debuted in Odyssey block, untap three lands. Nice. Yeah, not two. Three. Three. <laughs> Crozen Tusker. Green, green, five for a six, five. Just a six, five dumb idiot. But he also has cycling for green, two. And when you cycle him, you search your library for a basic land card, reveal it, put it into your hand. So he kind of acts like a, a, a mana fixer if you cycle him. But sometimes you just need a six, five dumb idiot. Yeah, sometimes you just need a six, five. And that, I mean, that's why bronze there. Sometimes you just need trample. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah and Genesis, too, because then you can continuously get... Land, 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 land every turn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a Mismeric Fiend. He works a lot the same as Faceless Butcher. He's a 1-1 one, one for black one. When he comes into play, opponent reveals their hand. You pick a card out of it, remove it on Mismeric Fiend. Then when the Fiend dies, they get their card back. You can do the same thing with Faceless Butcher, though, where he comes in, ability on the stack, sack Mismeric Fiend, take their card away forever, give them the finger, drink some of your beer, and feel much superior to them. Very excellent. And... With again with Genesis with Gravedigger, you can can you can do that every turn. There's another one, um, Phyrexian Delver for black black three. When it enters the battlefield, get a creature from your graveyard to play. Yeah, right. So there's a few more effects like that uh, that are gonna let you do something like this. Because taking one card from one player doesn't seem that great. I mean, sure, if it's like a Blightsteel Colossus or with Faceless Butcher, you get their Kozilek. Yeah, that's good. But generally speaking, one card from one player isn't that great. But when you can continuously redo it, that's one of the things I think that makes Jun strong, right? Yeah, it's got yeah. the uh, it's got that well, it's, it's the mid range. Every card thing, is a right? threat type thing. Yes, like even going back one card to that Cross and Tusker, you can get a land every turn. Get a land. Get a land. Get a land. And then it's a six six after it got you three or four land. Huh, it seems good. Yeah. Next up, we have, I hate this guy, yes. mind, mind Slicer. Speaking of threats, yeah. Black Black 2 for a 4-3 horror. Okay. When Mind Slicer is put into the graveyard, remember, you're going to sacrifice him. Each player discards his or her hand. New wording is each player discards their hand. I kind of like that a little better. It's a lot easier to say. Yes. Less words on the card. That's their thing, right? Less words on the card. We're going to remove shuffle your library. We're just going to say shuffle. We're going to remove mana pool. Look at me, I'm turning into you. <laughs> he's good, especially uh, when you can sacrifice him immediately. He's all players discard their hand for four mana when you have a sack outlet. And he's a 4-3. And then he's a 4-3 when you get him back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I like it. 
Mortivore up next. Same mana cost, black, black, two for a star, star. His power and toughness are equal to the number of creatures in all graveyards, and you can pay a black to regenerate him. Yes, I was having trouble making words work in my mind. <laughs> next up, first real easy sacrifice outlet, Nantuko Husk. Give him a read. Nantuko Husk, classic card, is a 2-2 two, two for black, two. Sacrifice a creature, Nantuko Husk gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. I want to say Nantuko Husk was the original, but it wasn't. Phyrexian Ghoul was the original Nantuko Husk, which has now morphed into a vampire ability. There's a vampire that exists for black two, and it's a two two, and it says sacrifice creature, this vampire gets plus two plus two until end of turn. I like Nantuko Husk better because it's from Onslaught Block. I think I might need a Nantuko Husk. He's a zombie, hey? Yeah. I have a Phyrexian Ghoul in my zombie deck, and it's got a new border. It's a new border foil from Modern Masters 25, whatever it was called. Oh, I think no. I might need a Nantuko Husk because he's, he's still a zombie. Nantuko Husk is sweet. Yeah. He's classic. Classic I like that creature. one. And uh, super great with that symbiotic worm, right? Sack your symbiotic worm to give him plus two, plus two, then sack all seven of the tokens it makes for an additional plus, plus 14. Yeah. So you give him plus 16, plus 16, beat in for 18 <laughs> with trample and haste. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Oh. Uh, next up, we have another spell shaper. Spell shaper means you can take a card in your hand and discard it to a spell shaper, and they will give you another effect for it. Yeah, and the other effect is usually a spell that we know. In this case, Notorious Assassin is black two tap, discard card, destroy target non-black creature. It can't be regenerated. So that is... Terror. Uh, it's, it's basically of, yeah, terror. Yeah, it's basically... We're going to call it terror. Sure, you have to pay three mana and discard a card, instead of paying two mana to cast your terror, but it's going to turn something that you don't want late game into something that you probably do want. You also just killed a Emrakul with a forest. Yay! And that feels pretty good. Yep. Next up, we have Penumbra Worm. Yes. He is a 6-6 for green, green, 5 with Trample. When he is put into the graveyard from play, put a 6-6 black worm creature token with Trample into play. Yeah, seems good if you can cast him, sack him, Get your 6-6, six, six, get him back from your graveyard, sack him again, get your 6-6. Six, six. And then get him back again. And then probably get him back again. Yeah, I like it. It's a good one. Next up, Ravenous Bayloth. Green, green, two for a 4-4. Four, four. Sack a beast, you gain four life. So this can combo with Sorry. This can kind of combo, what we've found out, with Chainer Dementia Master because you can sacrifice this to itself. It's a beast and you can gain four life. So you sack this to itself to gain four life. You pay black, black, three life to get it back. So you've netted one life, but you've spent black, black, black. So how do you get that black, black, black? Well, you sacrifice your symbiotic worm again to Phyrexian Altar because it's going to get you seven blacks. Eight. Eight blacks. That's right. And then you just use the black, black, black again from Chainer to get your symbiotic worm back. Right, So you've lost a little bit of life on the exchange, but you've gained two mana. And you got 40 life, so realistically, you're losing two life per exchange. You could do this uh, 18 times. Or you could make that, you could go until you're pretty close to being dead, but you'll have a whole buttload of black mana. And then you can just leave the symbiotic worm out and use the mana that's in your pool to bring back the ravenous Bayloth a whole bunch of times to get your life total back up. And then drop your collar with a claw to get a, get a bunch of bears. Well, that's how it works. Yeah. That's it. We got it. <laughs> Figured it out, see? <laughs> yeah. We're smart guys. And um, you sacrifice your anger 
and then they all have haste. Yeah. One of those could also be a Nantuko husk to beat in, like we talked about as well. Yes. Okay. This deck is a degenerate piece of shit because of Collar of the Claw and Chainer. There you go. As if we didn't know Chainer was broken already. We, we knew that, right? <laughs> we did know that, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes. Moving on. Speaking of degenerate pieces of crap, next up we have a Seedborn Muse. Uh, yeah. It's good Good friend Prophet of Crufix is actually banned for being too good. And with Spell Shapers, this, de- this card is like crazy good. Yes. So... Green, green, three for a two, four. Untap all permanents you control during each other player's turn. So every turn you get to untap. Seems really good with the next card, Spell Shaper, Silverglade Pathfinder. Discard a card from your hand. Search your library for a basic land. And put it into play. So it rampant growth. It turns any card in your hand into a rampant growth. Oh, what if it was a symbiotic worm? You discard your symbiotic worm, get your land, untap it next turn, like on your turn with your Seedborn Muse, and then chainer your stupid symbiotic back into play with the land you just got from the Silverglade Pathfinder. Every turn. It's pretty good. That sounds like lots of 1-1s before it's my turn again. Yes. <laughs> Next up, this is, a, this is a good one. I don't think this guy gets the love that he deserves sometimes. Spiritmonger. Spiritmonger is a 6-6 six, six for 5. And you didn't, I like that. You don't get that very often, so he probably doesn't have any relevant abilities. But he does. Not in this day and age. Whenever Spiritmonger is de- deals damage to a creature, you put a plus one, plus one counter on Spiritmonger. And he has Regenerate for a black, and he has Change Colors for green. I don't know what the hell that's all about. It was relevant in uh, Invasion Block because there was a, I'm going to call it a mega cycle. Like it spanned t- two sets or three sets that had protection from colors, and they didn't want to make their super awesome efficient pushed rare just bend over to a cycle of common tutus that's why that has change color makes sense the more you know following spirit monger we have spore frog sacrifice draw card for a one one he's shaking his head he fogs you just sack him ryan what did i say draw card sacrifice him fog one one for one (laughs) next up buddy that just got a functionally way better reprint Squee Goblin and Naboob. Yeah, he used to be in Masks Block a 1-1 Goblin Legend for Red 2. At the beginning of your upkeep, if Squee Goblin Naboob, as you say, is in your graveyard, you may return him to your hand. Yeah. So you can cast him again, but you can sacrifice him every turn. Yes, you can. To do something, either Nantuko Husk or get a mana or... Whatever. Squeeze good. Next up, we have another... Is he a spell shaper? He is not. He is a stronghold assassin, and he is a 2-1 for black, black, one. Tap, sack a bro, destroy target non-black bro. Yeah, so a one-time sack outlet, but a sack outlet to start the chain, get something in your graveyard, or sacrifice Squee, now that we've talked about Squee, just to kill something every turn. Yeah. It's H- fine. It's handy. We talked about symbiotic worm. Ooh, how about Sabotavik? Oh, yeah. Badass art. Yes. Badass bitch. She was the right-hand general to Yogmoth in the invasion. Red, black, five for a 7-4. First strike, protection from legends. It's been errated to protection from legendary creatures, so planeswalkers can still target her. Black, black, tap, destroy target legend. 
It can't be regenerated. Also errata to legendary creature. Of course. They should re uh, they should re-errata to historic things, and then she would have protection from artifacts, too. Oh, and she'd be able to destroy them. Yes. Which is more important. Very cool. I, you know what? I like the word re-rata. They should re-rata that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like that, too, actually. I'm such a loser. Next up, we have Volrath the Fallen. Yeah, Volrath was the leader of... Wrath for a while before Krovax? I don't remember. Lore guys help me out. I should know this, but I don't know. I this. feel like Krovax was Volrath's like henchman or whatever. And then Krovax used to be good and then he went bad and he became the Evancar of Wrath. He was like the ruler of all of the plane of Wrath just immediately before it got overlaid onto Dominaria during the invasion. Yeah. Epic. Yes. Magic stories used to be epic. Now yes. they're like, hey, let's uh, do this thing with Hey, this let's thing. see if Jace can lose his fucking memory again and then get beat up by Nick Bolas and then go to another plane and act like it never happened because he's Jace and we can't kill him because he's basically our Mickey Mouse. What the hell? I hope he dies. Volrath, 6-4, black, 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 3. He's a spell shaper. Black, 1, discard a card from your hand. Volrath the Fallen gets plus X, plus X until end of turn where X is the card's converted mana cost could do pretty good in this deck. There are lots of things that cost seven. Yeah, let's go back to Symbiotic Worm again. He costs eight. So Volrath becomes a 14-12. That's pretty good. Yeah, too bad Infect wasn't in this block or <laughs> these blocks, right? Next up, we have Withered Wretch. Uh, he's a 2-2 two, two for Black Black. One, remove target card in a graveyard from the game. So he's Graveyard Hate. Yeah, and if you've got a whole bunch of extra mana kicking around from your Phyrexian Altar that's in this deck, you can just start... Picking off graveyards here and there where it's important to do. Yes. Yeah. I think that card goes in cube as well. Not that we're a cube podcast, but that's the creature package. So we we didn't really know what the combo was, but we found it. And we discovered it as we went along. And then lots of super value with cards that kill stuff or cards that get them or or others back. Yes. And that trend is going to continue because we're playing a Jun deck and there's value everywhere. Now we spent a ton of time on the creatures, so we're going to kind of... Maybe bop through the instants and swords, not because they are less spicy or less or more common, but just, I mean, these are cards that you see a little bit more often than yeah, a lot of Yeah, we've creatures. talked about them before. So, sorceries, uh, 11 of them. CCO staple, calming verse. That destroys all enchantments that you don't control when you tap out for it. Yes. For four mana. And if you don't tap out for it, it gets all yours too. Yeah, you but, just tap out for it and dust everybody, sip yours. But it gives you an option, and that's always cool. Next up, Brando Staple. Yeah. <laughs> Decimate. Decimate is a sorcery for green, red, two. Destroy target artifact, target creature, target enchantment, and target land. Goodbye. Get effed, somebody. Next up, we have Deep Reconnaissance. That is a three-mana rampant growth. Search your library for a basic land, put it in play tapped, with flashback for five. So you get two. Value. Yeah, you get one on uh, on turn three, and then you get another one sometime in the game when you just have spare mana. Our deck's one tutor is Diabolic Intent. I like this one from Plane Shift. Black, one. As additional cost, sack a dude. Uh-oh. Search your library for any card. Put it into the hand. Very cool. Yeah. Next up, we have Do or Die. Do or Die, part of a rare cycle from Invasion, the Ore Cycle. This one. Black one, separate all creatures, target player controls into two face-up piles, destroy all in the pile of that player's choice. 
It's all right. Fact or fiction was in this cycle as well, and that's not rare. I made a mistake there. But do or die, you're going to kill a whole bunch of things. Yes, you or are. you're going to kill the most important thing. Yeah, often, I think the way you play this card is you take the thing that you want to kill and kind of, or the thing they want to keep and put it over here so they either lose their one thing or they lose everything. Yes, that is how you do it. Yeah. yeah. Next up, explosive vegetation. Four mana. Search for two land. Basics. Put them into play tapped. Could you not play? Sky Shroud Claim. Yeah, is that not from? It's from Odyssey, isn't it? Uh, no, it's from Nemesis. So you could play it. There's Maybe. a suggestion. Play there that it one is. instead. Yeah, there it is. Yay! Because they come into play untapped, and you can just get your, your dual lands. He doesn't play dual lands. And that only gets you forests. That's why you play dual lands. You can't play dual lands. There's none in these sets. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh. So maybe maybe explosive edge is tech. Yeah, maybe. 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 Because it gets you your mountains for your um your anger. Yeah. And your swamps for your black. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up we got Hull Breach. Hull Breach is another Brando staple. It's red green for a sorcery. Choose one. Destroy target artifact, destroy target enchantment, or destroy target artifact and target enchantment. Yeah. Excellent. Next one. Love this card. It's won a lot, a lot, a lot of games for red. It's done work for the color red. Yes. And that is an insurrection. Red, 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 five. Gain control of all creatures. They all gain haste. You attack with them, you win. Yes. It says win the game on it. Yeah, pretty much. Next, Nostalgic Dreams. I love Nostalgic Dreams. It's for green, green. You may discard, as an initial cost, you discard any number of cards from your hand, then return that many cards from your graveyard to your hand. So it's super sweet. Mass graveyard Switch, return. Switchy thingy. Switch rampant growth. Yes. So the ones that you want in your graveyard go there. The ones that you don't want in your graveyard go back to your hand. Yes. Okay. It's a great card. Might be good with something like rampant growth, our next sorcery, our second last sorcery. Green one, search for a land, put into play tapped. That is the worst rampant growth art I have ever seen. It's the and seventh I, edition one. And I love sunflowers so much. But it's like a dude with a sword getting... Tangled up with some sunflower vines, and it's believe white it or border. not, believe it or not, that's the crappy art in Seventh Edition is why some of the foils are so much money because that art was never used again on any card. So if you want a particular art, and it's the Seventh Edition one, you might have to pay for it. Ugh. So we talked about nostalgic dreams and reanimating and blah 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 blah. CCO staple to round out the sorcery section. Twilight's Call. We have talked about this card at I length. I love this card. Just got a foil one. Nice. Oh, it looks good. Oh, it's kick-ass. That's I just it. Got, I just got shivers. That's a good one. <laughs> Read it. It's uh, Sorcery 4, Black Black 4. You may play it anytime you can play an instant for an additional two. Each player returns all creature cards from their graveyard to play. Super good in this deck. Very good. Super good in lots of decks, but a graveyard shenanigans value deck is going to ring a lot more out of this card than, you know, your random white deck. Your random, you know, Orzov or your whatever deck. Yes. This one's got your Doom Necromancer. This has got your, you know, your Sacrifice Effects, your Mesmeric Fiend Faceless Butcher. All love that card because you just enter the battlefield with your Nantuko Husk, same time, immediately sacrifice or removing something from the game. This card is going to do everything for you. It's going to do work. Moving on. Moving on to the instance. We have, I just got some of these in the mail, Artifact Mutation. I like it. Green, red, destroy target artifact, get sapperlings equal to its mana cost. Next up we have Cauldron Dance. This card is an instant. Wait until you, 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 you understand what it does. Actually reprinted in Commander 17, I think. Play it only during combat. Fine. Return target creature card from your graveyard to play. 
That creature gains haste. Return it to your hand at the end of turn. Okay. So from graveyard to play to hand. Put a creature card from your hand into play. It gains haste. Put it in your graveyard at end of turn. It's the opposite from hand to play to graveyard. So you're switching something with a step in between where they're on the battlefield and can attack. Yeah. Awesome. And there is a point in there because you get main phase two, like post-combat, with that creature still in play that you can do stuff. You can sacrifice it. Yeah. Yeah. I love me some cauldron dance. Cost six, like black, red, four, but... That's a hell of a combat trick. Cool card. <laughs> Very cool card. Next up, we have my favorite iteration of Harrow. Harrow is an instant for green two, sack a land, find two land, put him into play. Awesome. Super good card. Naturalize. Do it quick. Destroy target artifact or enchantment. Terminate. Do it quick. Kill a thing. Ooh, that was even quicker than naturalize. <laughs> Final one. Reaping the Graves. Black. Two. Instant. Return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Storm. Ooh. Yeah. When you play this spell, copy it for each spell played before this turn. You may choose new targets for the copies. That's what the reminder text on Storm as written in Scourge in 2000 and one red. Neat. Uh, 2003, sorry. <laughs> There's also a moments piece in there. It's a fog with uh, flashback for green two. Want to do some enchantments? Okay, first up. Now this is, given what we've talked about, just keeping in mind all the cards we've talked about, all the graveyard shenanigans, going into the graveyard, coming out of the graveyard, chainer, you need a lot of black. You yeah. need lots of black from chainer. This could be how you do it. Maybe you could get it all from the black market. Yes, black, black, market, three. <laughs> Whenever a creature dies, put a charge counter on it. At the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, so main phase one, get a black for each charge counter on it. So badass. So badass if you're if you're driving that card. If you're driving it with like five or six or eight with symbiotic worm sacrifices, the turn that it comes out, next turn you're getting eight mana for free. Yeah, super sweet. Next one. Dawn of the Dead. Black, 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 two. At the beginning of your upkeep, pay a life or lose a life. At the beginning of your upkeep, you get a creature from your graveyard to play. And then exile it at the end of turn. So it does exile instead of putting it back into the graveyard. I don't like that. It's a little bit of a non-bow, but it is a free recursion spell. I think you could probably do better in this deck. And the thing about it is at the end of turn... So if you sacrifice it, it goes back to your graveyard. Ooh. So it doesn't have that clause if it would leave the battlefield, exile it instead. Okay, I like it again. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Next up, we have Oversold Cemetery. This is like Genesis Light. Black one for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you have four or more creature cards in your graveyard, you may return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. That's another recursion spell, right? I, I love the flavor of it. It's an Oversold Cemetery. It's too full, so you got to get stuff back. I dig you that. you got to take stuff out of there. Next up, we got oh, Pernicious Deed. Oh, this is a badass card. Oh, man. So, I, I don't know. It's a lost a little bit of its flair of late because there's better removal spells, but black, green, one enchantment. You pay X and sack it. Destroy each artifact, creature, and enchantment with converted mana cost X or less. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so, you get X or less. So, very excellent. Don't get your symbiotic worm tokens, though, with it. <laughs> <laughs> and the the last, lastly, but not leastly, we've got a Phyrexian Arena. Black, black, one, beginning of your upkeep, draw a card, lose life. Mana rocks. We got charcoal diamond, fire diamond, moss diamond. Those tap for one of the gen colors. They cost two mana. They enter the battlefield tapped. We've got a 
Jalom Tom. Jalom Tom. That was in Scrap Atraxa, also part of uh, Project Atraxa. Three mana for artifact, pay two, tap it, draw a card, then discard a card. So the important part, of course, is drawing a card, but also in this deck, putting it in the yard. Yep. Finally, makes the deck run, makes every deck run that it's in because it's Combo City at $60. Frexian Altar. Card is so awesome. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. I accidentally have Sabo some Tavix of these. on it as well. Is it? Yeah. She's wrecking that Metathran guy's day. He was probably going to have a bad day. Anyway. Well, they yeah, they were kind of like bred as like a a build your own army project of Urza before the invasion. Like for a thousand years, he was perfecting this kind of race just to fight the Phyrexians. Huh. And now here's one just eating a bag of dinks. <laughs> Metal to Sabotavic dinks. Ooh. Sacrifice creature, add a mana of any color to your mana pool. It's awesome. Yes, it is. It's so good. I accidentally bought those, some of those like way back instead of buying... Instead of buying Ashnod's Altar. I meant to buy Ashnod's Altar, and I bought those instead. And I was like, why is... <laughs> no. Why does this... And, of course, back then, they were, like... I think they were eight bucks or something at the time. And like, why is this order so goddamn much money? What the hell happened? And then I got my, like, set of Phyrexian Altars, and I'm looking, and I'm like, wow, it's way better than I was buying. Yeah. And here we are. Very excellent. Now... Don't don't get us wrong. We're not discounting the abilities of Ashnod's Altar because that no. gives you two full mana. It's still <laughs> yeah, good. It's still good, but it's not colored mana. And sometimes you just need colored mana. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. We crushed that whole deck. I want to touch base on the lands because there was actually some good cards from these blocks. Remember? Oh, yeah. Masks, Invasion, Odyssey, and Onslaught blocks. So we talked about the fetch lands. We talked about Dust Bowl. But you also have High Market and Keldon Necropolis, both sacrifice outlets on your land. Yeah. Right? And Keldon Necropolis, you can actually weaponize your land, sacrifice a creature, four, red, tap, deals two damage. It's pretty good. So you got to pay quite a hefty premium to get that on a land, but you're dealing two damage with a land card. That's still pretty good. And you're not and, sacking the land card. And you're sacri- you're sacrificing a creature. And you're going to get that back anyway. Yeah, for sure yeah. you are. You also got Dust Bowl. You can chuck lands at other lands to kill lands. Yeah, for sure like that. And then we had something that got lands back from our graveyard, right? So again, Jun just providing value at every way, or sh- way shape, and corner. And yeah. It's, it's good. We've got the pain lands, like enemy and ally colored pain lands. We've got the... I'm going to call them... Filter lands, they're the Odyssey filter, so you pay a colorless into it, then you get two mana of a different color out of it. They're cool. We've got cycle lands, they cycle for their color. We've got a layer land, it's a tri land that doesn't come into play tapped. We've got City of Brass. Like, there's some good, we good lands. Grand in this. Coliseum or Shitty City of Ass. Shitty of Ass. <laughs> 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 but we also do have legit City of Brass, which was in 7th edition. Yes. Yeah. So it's good. the worst iteration of City of Brass, also. Just yeah, probably. Yeah. Unless you get a foil one that's like seven trillion dollars. Yes. Good mana base because you've got lots of um you've got filters, you've got pain lands, you've got tainted lands as well that they give you a different color and a black if you also control a swamp. Those are good. But the 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 key to this mana base, you've got City of Brass, Grand Coliseum, and Fetch Lands. So you're you're doing good. Want to talk some strengths and weaknesses? For sure. Strength of the deck. If you can't tell, we like this deck. We like these cards in particular. It's fun. It's nostalgic, right? So that just makes it feel like a commander deck right off the bat. I like busting. I just like playing these cards. 
Like For I just sure. I just like playing with these cards. It's yeah. like when you go through all your old stuff from when you were a kid and you pull out like that that robot that you used to play with when you're 10. Oh, you know what? It's like, so yeah. sweet. We talked about that in Arc of Internet in no internet list. Going to your local game store, digging through boxes, you find some of these cards, right? And and this deck is even more special for me because I started actually putting my collections together a few weeks ago. We talked about it on the show a couple times. And I remember having a lot of these cards. I remember ripping these packs cards out of booster packs. Yeah. Ravenous Bayloth and being disappointed that I got fetch lands instead of a Kamal Fist of Krosa, right? Like yeah. I remember that. Um so super, super fun. Strength, removal filled. Oh yeah. Strength, lots of value. Every card provides you some kind of value. Yeah, everyone. There's there's while lots of it's underpowered compared to better versions of the same kind of effect, every card is doing its job. Yep. So I think it makes it very hard to to play against or to know what to remove. Kamal fit we're not gonna do too many, I guess. You should include. But if you could play a Kamal Fist of Corosa. Oh, that might be a good include in this You deck. know what's something that's really cool to do with Kamal Fist of Corosa and do or die? Turn all of their lands into dudes oh, and then do or die them. Yes. That's awesome. Kamal their do or die. Yes. Yo, I like it. So, yeah, there you go. So you can, you can make a bunch of mana from sacrificing Symbiotic Worm and chainering it back. You net two mana off of that every time you do it. With the Ravenous Bayloth, so you're not losing a whole ton of life, yep. like we talked about. Use a bunch of that mana for Kamal, then use Kamal's green ability to turn lands into 1-1s. One you could also Havoc Demon, sacrifice Havoc Demon to kill all their lands. Yeah, you could do that. Too, Kamal's but... a dink, hey? Yeah, he's just the, yeah. He's a piece of I shit. I play him guy. with um, Elishnorn, but Havoc Demon will do it too. He's a, and he's... so will Do or Die. Yeah, he's a degenerate <laughs> piece of crap, but let's, let's use Do or Die. It's fun. Yeah, okay. So, another value adder. You could just symbiotic worm and then uh, yeah. overrun with Kamal twice and you win the game. Yeah. Maybe Kamal instead of Insurrection. Sure. That's probably fine, Yeah, right? Kamal wins games just as, as handily as Insurrection does. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I like it. Okay. Weakness. Maybe feels like you're confined a little bit, right? Like you are playing Grand Coliseum. You are playing the six mana kill a guy, enter the battlefield Guy. Yeah, there's like, just better stuff you could play. Yeah. Like a big game hunter. Or a, yeah, he costs three, right? Yeah. and yeah, It's just better stuff that you could play in in several cases here. Yeah, I'm not down on the deck, so I don't want to talk about too many weaknesses. No, I mean, the the, the only main weakness here is the, the constraint that the author put on themselves, really. Which I think is fine, right? Because like, it's, it's not like, it's not a theme deck, but it is kind of like a theme deck yeah, without have. being a theme deck it's still a real deck yeah so cool milk list how about before that we do card, card of the, of the week. Week. week this week havoc demon we touched on him a couple times i think it is i'm not gonna say criminally underplayed because it's not that good no it has to die but uh it's a five five flyer for black black five when it dies everything gets minus five minus five it's gonna get like all of your own stuff. You care less, but it's the kind of thing that somebody might not block or might not remove until they can exile it because they don't want their stuff to die. It's a great rattlesnake card. It's very good. Yeah, and it's a rattlesnake that's just going to do five damage every turn. Yeah, and five damage over five equals 10 equals 15 equals 20. And I mean, eventually they're going to kill it to kill all of their and your stuff. It's, it's a thing. And you're going to formulate your game plan around attacking with that and they're not so 
when you sandbag a couple creatures and then drop a Havoc Demon after you've ramped a little bit instead of played creatures early game, boom. Yeah, it's pretty good. And it costs 42 cents or 18 Canadian dollars. I like it. Rare from Legions. Yes. Yeah. All right, let's do this milk list. Okay, the milk list, as per edhrec.com, is a list of cards in each color combination from zero to the highest converted mana cost in any deck. This is the most common cards at any converted mana cost slot. So, Jund, black, green, red, zero drop, mana crypt. Nope. This is going to be fast because I don't know if there are any cards in the milk list from this set of blocks. Okay. Sol Ring. Nope. Secure Tribe Elder. Nope. Eternal Witness. Nope. Perforos. Nope. Dictate of Erebos. Nope. Deathbringer Thoktar. Nope. Avenger of Zendigar. Nope. Crater Hoof Behemoth. Nope. Blasphemous Act. Nope. Kozilek. Nope. Ulamog. Nope. I want to say it, but it that betrays. <laughs> no. Emrakul 2. Nope. Emrakul 1. Nope. No milk list. Zero milk list matches. <laughs> Michael Bagarden Hellkite. Awesome. That's excellent. Yeah. I like that a lot. Spice calculator. Spice calculator. Formulation that we created to see how spicy a list is. Now, it kind of breaks down when we do a little bit of a theme deck. So just keep that in mind, right? One tutor. What do you want? The the formula allows for one tutor. That's fine. No planeswalkers. 56 uh, Derogas decks on EDHRec.com. Like we had mentioned earlier, she's not real strong. And she's been picked by necessity. Uh, you could definitely run this deck more efficiently with probably any other. You could do, yeah, you could pick like a legit Jund commander and get... You could do Crash. You could do Shatter Gang. I like Shatter Gang Brothers because you're... You're sacking dudes all day anyway. Yeah, exactly, right? He It's a sacrifice effect on your commander. Yeah, and then you're playing a Goblin, which is fun. Yeah. Dergaz, Dragon, uh, a, no, 13th. Most popular Jun Commander. Not very good. It's fine. I don't think that that has any bearing on, on how much it is. Other Dergaz, I think, might pass her. Like Dergaz from Dominaria? Yeah, I think so. She'll uh, give, her, give her some time. She'll yeah. climb her way up. 20 decks already. I mean, whatever. Average converted mana cost of the deck, 3.84. little bit high. Critical turn, I think you need to be able to cast Symbiotic Worm for this deck to really go off, right? I said critical turn of six, so it's not breaking any land speed records. You're not going to win out of nowhere real quick with this deck. I think that you play this deck as a control deck because there's so much removal in it yep, and so much recursion in it, so you kind of don't care if there's big wrath. So I think you might want this deck in a big game. Yeah. Five players, six players maybe. Maybe. You could get away playing it in a four. But you're kind of, that's... you got to play the political game at that point. you got to play you, smart. You don't want your little things to die unless it's on your terms, yeah. right? Like, you don't want to just have your Flame Tongue Cavu die. You want to get some damage in with it. You want to kill something with it. Then eventually you want to sacrifice it as part of winning with maybe a Nantuko Husk or what have you. Correct. Right? So, uniqueness rating. This is cards in this list that are unique or different than the stock list on edhrec.com. i got a good feeling about this. I'm, I'm blocking the number. Take a guess. How many different cards in the list? 53. 55. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. That's like the whole deck. Yeah. There was, I think, seven matches in this deck and the stock list, like Decimate yeah, and Explosive de- Edge, like the common ones, right? Yeah. So you punch it all into the spicy calculator. Boop, 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 boop. 
77. Whoa. He passes the 50 test and the 75 test. <laughs> just made that up. He's in ghost pepper territory. Yes, yes. We've only had a, a couple decks past 70, and this one does it by unique restriction, I'll call it. Yes. And ends up still being something that we love to talk about, looks like it's fun to play, and uh, is super nostalgic. And it's only... Three hundred and eighteen bucks. Yeah, yeah. You're not spending any money on land other than the couple fetch lands that and dust bowls a couple bucks. Arguably, you could cut the the couple fetch lands, right? And you could knock off a hundred dollars off the deck. I think that you still want that that uh, Frexian altar, even though it's sixty bucks. Yeah, the Frexian altar is kind of key. But you could get this. Goal. You could get this deck down to like about two hundred dollars if you wanted to. Yeah. Which is totally normal EDH playable territory because a lot of the staples, a lot of the, 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 well, the eight cards for sure that are in the stock list, I know have been in Commander products. You've got Decimate, you've got Explosive Vegetation, you've got City of Brass, you've got all of these cards that that you, you already have. Yeah, some of the cost of this deck is reflected in that, I'm assuming when he put the list together on tappedout.net, he used the printings of the actual physical card that he had in his hand and not necessarily what tapped out does which is like find the common or cheap the, the one most recent printing of it yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm sure that the cost of the deck would probably go down uh if you were to look at them like that like there's no reason a spore shot a spore frog should cost five bucks i think it actually is five bucks. it is five bucks <laughs> it God shouldn't be fucking five stupid. bucks because <laughs> that's all it does is explode and then nobody can see anything <laughs> stupid everything that's <laughs> no, good flavor. You step on this frog when you're trying to attack in, and it just creates a fucking ninja cloud of dust. <laughs> <laughs> so, reusable ramp, rocks, enchantment creatures, destruction, havoc demon. Cool deck. It's a fun deck. Yeah, I like it lots. Yeah. Michael Bugardus Hellkite. Yep. Good on you. Yeah, it goes by uh, Mini Leets. Mini Leets. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's his tapped out name. Yes, I will. I will. M I N I one three three seven S. Yeah, I I will make fun of him if I meet him in person for that name. I don't understand that. That is a thing that I'll make fun of him for. It's it's an internet. It's Leet speak. You never heard of Leet speak? Nope. I'll explain it to you off the air. <laughs> okay. No. Mini Leets. <laughs> Final thoughts of the day. Final thoughts of the day. We talk all the time on the show about the varied gameplay experience that you can get from playing Magic. And not only does this deck give you that varied and unique gameplay experience, it also gives you Michael Bogardus Hellkites and Ryan and I's our unique gameplay experience when we were young learning this game. It actually takes you back in time to be like, hey, here's what those guys, and they, uh, back in my day, this is what decks were like. Here it is. This is what they were like. This is what we used to play when we started playing Magic. It was, it, so it's... For us, it's a great trip down memory lane, and for anybody who's never played with cards like this, it's an opportunity for you to go out and learn about some of the really neat stuff that Magic was doing back before Power Creep and trying to market specifically to certain aspects of their market base. So that's the deck. Good on you, Mike. Thanks for sending another deck in that let us find this one because we really like talking about it. For everybody listening, remember the, remember the Hit and Run deck giveaway. Check us out on Facebook or Podomatic to... Get entered in there. All the details are on the Facebook page, so check that out. Meantime, we're going to go back. We're going to drink a little bit more beer to get rid of our hangovers, and we're going to find another list sent in by you, the audience, for the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Ooh.
F you, Evan. Play old bordered stuff.